The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Look, it's just, just true. Whatever what I wrote to you guys is true. Every game here is Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. And we're coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, from the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern time. We look forward to that. We are on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and heard on radio stations nationwide, including Sirius 160 and XM205. Maybe you're listening to us in podcast form on like Apple or... Is, uh, besides for Apple and Spotify, are there places that people listen to podcasts? Like I'm ignorant with this stuff. Are those May- like the two main maybe. ones? Google, Tyler oh, writes. Google okay. has podcasts? Yeah. Oh, Google's they, got they really do. Well, Google. Yeah. That's to be fair. You just I open up my Gmail and there's like a dashboard of 17 different. I went. I scrolled the cursor over there one time. What did I have to find? Google. Oh, my wife uses the calendar, and I had to figure. I had to like like see. Oh, like is the calendar over here? And it's like. I, I'm going to need to take like a college course at some point yeah. on how to open all these things. Where podcasts oh, you're apparently done. one of the, one of the tabs also. Oh, I'm I'm you're done. I, I'm done. I'm not too. even forty. I'm done. I'm old. It's I don't over. EPA, EPA drives me crazy. I'm not opening the Google stuff. That's where that's kind of where I'm. Yeah, at. like send send out. I I've been done since like since like 2013 when I got a new TV. Yeah. They came to install it at my house, but it was Black Friday, I think, and I was like watching EPL, and they were like, you know, like we could put like Facebook on your TV. This is 2013. Like we could put Facebook and all these apps. And I remember saying to the guy, can, can I watch sports and play video games like in high definition? Right. And I was like, yeah. I was like, great. Like, see ya. Right. See like, ya. Go. Like, like, Long why, drive home like, for that repairman, like, right? Like, why, why are you still in my five-foot living room in my small apartment in New York City? Why are you still here standing right next to me? Please leave. Yes, please, like, please put you, Facebook on my television because that's what I want. I haven't um, had a Facebook account in like a decade. I go on it every once in a while. I'm so hot. Every, every time a new thing comes out of my mouth, I realize how old I am. <laughs> every no, time that happens. I mean, well, how about this? Who's more crotchety, yeah. me or you? And I'm a year older like, than you. Like you're, like you're crotchety because crotchety is kind of like a complainy, like grumpy vibe, and you will like vacillate back and forth from like highly entertaining to crotchety, and it'll kind of be like you're you'll gripe with things. I don't like gripe with as many things. I like stew. I just like, kind of like I'm thinking about all the things, but I don't express it the way that you express it. But they're in there. They're in there just like they're in there for you. Okay. Th- th- didn't answer the question, though. Who do you think is more crotchety, yeah. me or you, you? I said you. I said you <laughs> okay, to start. So I'm so more crotchety. Because like, right. you're actually crotchety. Like, I'm not – this week I've been pretty crotchety, to be fair. I've been pretty scroogey this week. Like, yeah, listen, nothing wrong with that. community sucks. Well, then, listen, <laughs> Can't things get under the show. <laughs> they, but listen, <laughs> things get under your skin. Things get under your skin. And both we love having Eric. We can disagree with some stuff yeah. Eric says. can still love oh, having yeah. him on the show. Um, the reason why I brought up the podcast apps is because, like, I, I – I, I, I don't really I don't use Spotify. I'm not saying it's like not good, um, just because I've had Apple Music forever. But the people that use Spotify, they do like the year end thing, and then like I, I don't know, Raps. like everyone's, yep. it's like oh yeah, like like look how much I listened to Drake this year. Like who who cares? I yeah. Who I, I, I who like who sees this and is like let me go share this with everyone. 
So you can see like how much I listen to like like Taylor Swift this year. I I I don't care at all. Anyway, what I do care about is the people that are sending us tweets that they listen to us on Spotify for like five hundred thousand minutes this year. Thank you very much. We sincerely appreciate it. Thank you. So to all those people out there, and a special uh, tip of the old cap to the people that listen to us in podcast form on Spotify. You are great. And everyone else is great as well. And we're here, Ken and I are, bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sports books, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com. And you can do so on this W3. We got three words, and they all start with the letter W. Wonderful football Wednesday, November 29th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our show is on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos. No Spotify raps for me, mostly because I don't use it. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, is on X at Lockie Lockerson. And on this wonderful football Wednesday, we will bring you five phenomenal guests. How about Rob Pozzola, pro sports better, joining us on the show, giving us his NFL looks for week 13. So too will Brian Baldinger. He'll join us and give us his looks for week 13 in the National Football League, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider. We'll also get NFL bets for this weekend from Eric Eager from Sumer Sports and Will Brinson on a Will Wednesday from CBS Sports. And joining us today on this Wednesday, because he's going to be traveling over the course of the next couple days, so we're very excited to welcome into the show today the day after the penultimate series of college football playoff rankings, ahead of conference championship weekend and the great sport of college football, our friend Colin Wilson from the Big Bets on Campus podcast on the Action Network. Colin Wilson will stop by today, giving us all his bets coming up for conference championship weekend. Plus, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, we got some line movement coming up for Week 13 in the National Football League. We've also got a couple games that haven't moved that I'm a little surprised about. We'll talk about all of it, including the Niners and the Eagles in Philadelphia. One-way betting traffic on the road team in that game. The 49ers will tell you where that line is right now at BetMGM. And then the power hour, the final hour of the show, we will give you uh, bets on a series of different sports. How about golf bets for the Hero World Challenge? Best of the best tonight in the NBA and bets of steel in the National Hockey League. And we'll find out if Tyler Morales, the the creator of winning college basketball, that's got some college hoops for us as well. We are locked and loaded on a wonderful football Wednesday. Ken, how's it going? I remembered about a minute before the show that we were going to do, we were probably going to do golf bets. I might, I might pick a golfer out of the bucket for this one. There's, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason on this one. It's just like, here's all the good golfers. They don't really care. And they golf. So it's like, I, I mean, if they're not going to care, then I'm going to, I guess, bet like somebody at a long price that isn't Tiger Woods or something. I can't, I can't pick Tiger out of the bucket because he won't win. Um, so that'll be unfortunate. But I'll, I'll figure it between now and golf bets. Uh, I'll figure out figure out what we're going to do for that segment. Um, did you follow through on your promise? I don't actually think you even said this on the air. Did you go to better? Like, did you watch any sports last night? Tuesday night, always a like kind of a, a touch and go situation because we've been watching sports like four or five consecutive. And this actually, because of the Thanksgiving weekend, like six consecutive nights, yeah. we're watching like a ton of sporting events at night. Last night was the first one where like, if you wanted to take your foot off the gas and kind of go to bed early, watch a movie, play video games, whatever you want to do, you could do that. What did you end up doing? Um, so the show ends at 6.55. I went and we have um, some of these houses, like the houses that we made for like some of the stray cats because it's winter and it's really cold, obviously, for them to sleep in the, in the houses instead of sleeping outside in the cold. So my mother-in-law needed one because she's got a couple cats by her house. So I brought the house to her house, dropped it off there. Um, I had to do a radio interview on Sirius on Mad Dog Radio with my guy Carrington Harrison, who actually hosts on the Kansas City Odyssey station. Uh, he's the afternoon drive host there. Great guy. Did we have him Sirius on the also. show, like the first year of the show? It's possible like we that the we show. did. He's he like he's 
exceptionally talented. Very yeah. good. So really enjoyed that spot one on Mad Dog Radio with him last night at 7.30. And uh, then I got in bed. My wife and I watched an episode of The Great British Baking Show, which we missed because we were away this weekend for Thanksgiving. And, uh, and then I went to sleep. Like, lights out in, in our room by like 8.15. I was probably sleeping by 9.45, I would say. Right. Very, very. Is- now, like, I, I know everything that happened in sports. I know, like, how well, my yeah, bets did and everything. But, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I needed to send out the punt unit last night. And now I'll be good to watch some, to watch some sports coming up tonight. Right. Well, it's the funny thing is, uh, like tonight, you could like if you wanted to do the same thing again, just because of the way the the way the NBA has structured their schedule, which I'll talk about in a second. Hockey extremely light tonight. Rangers Red Wings actually like, kind of a banger of a game though, which I, I actually really want to watch. Uh, so you, you missed the end season last night. I gotta say, and I know, like, well, I'm sure we'll have Kanish on tomorrow, and he tweeted like this thing's a failure or whatever. In general, I always just I'll just always speak for myself because like. It's me. I would be people really like when it was like, it's me in the game and that's it. And like, no, I don't care what anybody else, whatever. It's me in the game. Like I have my own opinions. I thoroughly enjoyed group play of the NBA in season tournament as someone who watches all the NBA games. Anyway, if you tell me that this is something that I was going to say makes things more competitive, it did actually for a little bit home dogs in this tournament did extremely well and came back to win at like a really, really high rate. Like the games were more exciting than normal regular season basketball games. So that's a win. The court color, I don't really care about. It also is brutal to have the four games on at the same time when they're all different colors. You can't do it. You have to watch one game at once. Like, it makes you watch one game at one time, which is kind of annoying. But then you have just these bizarre situations. And I was reminded, Nick, like when we watch the World Cup every four years, and this is what Adam Silver was going for. He was, like, mimicking the soccer tournaments that that use some of these tiebreakers and use group play and all this stuff, where you're watching, you know, you got, like, the two TVs going, and you know that in one game they're asking themselves like and they're asking their coach like hey do you have it up like is ghana winning in the other game because we need to know what like our goal differential is and we need to know like what we have to do to advance in the tournament i was really skeptical i know these are like competitive athletes like these are pro athletes like they're very very hyper competitive people so they got where they got but like i was really skeptical that there would be that level of investment in even like the nuances, like the tiebreakers of like, do we make it out of group play and into Vegas for the quarterfinals of the play-in tournament? I was like, are they, really? Like really? At like October, November basketball, we're going to be really into this? And you saw two examples last night where like, not that like we think they were into it, where it absolutely was like on the table that everybody was knowing what the tiebreakers was. The famous one that went viral was the Billy Donovan, Joe Missoula interaction in the Celtics uh, Bulls game where the Celtics needed to, I think it was by 23 or something like that. And that was the margin once the Nets game ended, like the Celtics knew what they needed in order to advance in the tournament. And they were running it up on the Bulls to the point that they were doing a like a hack-a-shack, like a foul on Andre Drummond to send him to the free throw line just to make sure that they could preserve this margin. And Billy Donovan's looking at Joe Missoula like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, Missoula like, had to go apologize uh, to him after the game. Like, Missoula, like, sought right. them both out in the locker room to apologize. And, 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 and it's like Joe Missoula. Like, this is not, like, this is not some, like, angry coach that's, like, doing something really. Like, this is the, one of the most logical franchises in terms of how they run things. Like, you think Joe Missoula is running up the score? So, which is, it was also funny because it's like, yeah, leave it to Billy Donovan and the Bulls to not know how anything works and not know how the tiebreakers go and everything because their season's doing great so far. So, like, you had that where the Celtics were hyper aware of what they needed, implemented strategy in order to run up the score. I know a lot of people who bet the alts on the Celtics game last night in case this came up, in case they had to win by that much. And it was like five to one, six to one when you got up to the margin that was required. And then 
the crazy game was the Warriors Kings game, which I had to watch this morning and very late. So I watched like a condensed version of it this morning while I was walking on the treadmill. And I was like, you know, you, you get to halftime. And so the Warriors like knew what they needed. Um, apparently there's a report from, uh, God, who did, who did sideline last night? Uh, like Chris Haynes maybe did sideline last night for the game. And he was like, yeah, I was just in the huddle and all the players looked at Kerr and were like, is the Timberwolves game over? How much did they win by? And it was like the Timberwolves beat uh, beat the Thunder last night by three. And they were like, okay, so we need to win by this. And in the first half, they're running up the score against the Kings to try to like get the margin. Like they were hyper aware of what they needed. And then they ended up completely blowing the game and like Kerr messed everything up and they lose to the Kings. But like you had two examples where I'm like, I mean, if they're going to be this into it, then I'm really into it. Then it's like really cool because like they like they care a lot. Like they really actually cared a lot. We were so curious whether anyone would care. They actually cared so much more than any of us could have possibly imagined. And that definitely came across last night. The funniest thing that emerged in the wake of uh, like the end of group play in the in-season tournament. So the Knicks win the game last night and they advance to the next round. And Emmanuel quickly was talking post-game last night. And he was convinced they were all saying in the locker room, we're going to Vegas. Like you would say, we're going to Disney World after you win the Super Bowl. And then like the Knicks analytics guy had to come into the locker room. This is how like it was described in the article. Like Thibodeau brought in the analytics guy to tell them not not only are you not going to Vegas, we're actually going to Milwaukee next week. And like yes. that's the next game is the Knicks at Milwaukee right. on Tuesday. So, I, I, so, so, right. so, 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 so it's very funny. Um, and like just to your point, Ken, and like I'll speak for myself also. You're saying like we didn't know how this was going to go. Like none of us knew. And I wasn't – I even like as it was going on last night, like I, I was kind of like I punted on the night, whatever. The next day though today, I feel like we have learned that next season – I think people are going to be a lot more into this than they were because no one knew what to expect from this. It was really new. Is anyone going to care? And now that we've kind of answered this question, these questions, I feel like next year there's going to be a lot more juice setting into this, and it's, it's pretty cool. And by the way, like the matchups are fun. So the quarterfinals next week yeah. will be um, played locally, and then they'll go to Vegas for the semifinals and the finals. So in the East, it's the Knicks and the Bucks. Like potential like second round playoff matchup, like in the, the actual NBA playoffs. We have the Celtics and the Pacers, and then the Suns, Lakers, and Pelicans and Kings. Like these are f- fun matchups here. I think this is actually right. going to be really great. So I think it's a great idea by Adam Silver. I really enjoy it. I totally agree. I, I actually was thinking as I watched it, I was thinking to myself, okay, like there are ways to make this better. Like, do you really want the point differential thing to be like the guiding thing in the last game? Because it is like a little weird. Like, it's just like, is that, that wasn't my favorite part. It was a unique quality. Like you never see that in a regular season game. But I honestly, I think, I think they need to play more games before the knockout. Like, I think they need to play like one more game or play like, like have the groups like have four. Well, you groups can't do have one. Each- then you have to do. Then you have to do saying, six, the number right? Of but you got to play twice against each other, right? Or, yeah. or the number of like, groups. Play everybody twice. Smaller groups. Like they got to figure it out. Like I, it's too few games. Like the Sixers didn't make it because they lost like one game. Like it's just like I, give them like at least one more chance. Like I, I was into these games. I really, I want more of them. I want more of those games. I always love more. More stuff to bet on. More stuff to watch. Uh, and I can't wait for it to shift to Vegas uh, in a couple weeks for the end of the in-season tournament. On the other side, a little college football playoff rankings. It moved. We're just getting started here on a Wednesday with Nick and Ken.